Okay, blessings and blessings. Affluent afternoon. Yes, brother. Welcome on to Talk to a Brother podcast. I'm Coach Chris Yampower. I'm Thomas Scannell. And we've got the esteemed, <laughs> the esteemed, the distinguished, the honourable, <laughs> sir. He actually a sir, sir as well, you know. <laughs> in all I <laughs> you saw on the, on, on the IG program, on, on the profile. Sir. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, like, after you played for the Queen of the Royal Family, <laughs> The, the streets, it, it was the streets. <laughs> it was the streets. The streets are like, no, we have to address you as Sir oh, Milk Trader. Can't really name drop bigger than that though either. No, 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 no. And no. we've had some guests as well. We had the mayor on as well. Yeah, like bro, but the queen trumps it more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe not Charlene. Depending on Charlene. Then. Charlene's sitting right there, bro. I don't want no, I don't want no trouble with her. I don't want no trouble with her. <laughs> okay, okay. So guys, welcome on. Welcome back to our um, series three of our Talk To Our Brother um, podcast. This series is what the COVID, um, having that discussion about the impact um, of, well, it hit all of us, a pandemic mm-hmm. and COVID, yeah. um, and how it impacted us before, during, and after mm-hmm. um, lockdown. And why it's having such a massive, sorry, Tom, go for it. Yeah, no, I was going to say, and it's also about he- the hesitancy of vaccination as mm. well that we find in our community, and just discussing around what it is in your community. Mm-hmm. Mm. And obviously, well, Martin, do you want to tell... Everyone, for anyone who doesn't know Martin, like, um, what you do, who you are. So, a lot of you may know me as Martin, but the majority of know you will you'll know me as DJ Miltry. Uh, been DJing since the, oh, the what year, 95? Started DJing back in 1995. Um, me and my cousins set up a sound called Sweet Boy Entertainment, mm. um, which has led on to achieving some amazing goals, mm. like and taking me to places that I could never have really dreamt of. Um, and I'm at a position in life now where um, I've reached one of my main goals, which is to DJ and be in the music industry full time. Mm. Um, my primary thing at the moment is our HOPE program, which is our DJ and mentoring mm. program where we go around and teach young people and adults as well. Don't want to just limit uh, but we, we, you know, kind of focus on the young people and the generation coming up sure. and teaching them how to DJ uh, and how to turn it into like a viable career, business, mm. etc. And, you know, the, 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 the offspring that can come from that. So not even just DJing, but, you know, management, production, mm. radio, all of that kind of thing that all kind of comes under the umbrella of the whole program. Mm. So that's what we do, man. And I'm blessed to be here. Brother, we're grateful. Yeah, man. We're we're absolutely happy. grateful. Just it's blessed to be here, yeah. man. Trust me. So, yeah, well, if you look, this is a table. This is a hot. T- we need to get a red table now. What is it that Jada Pinkett has? What hot, hot, hot desk? Is it hot desk? Or what? What the the, 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 red, the the red table? Yeah, sound. red table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we're going to. No, no, no. You don't. You don't want the red thing because it's too much pass around that table. <laughs> yeah, the energy's not right around that table. So I we keep it green. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Keep it green. Yeah, close to the earth. All of that kind of thing. Yeah, because the one thing nobody don't want, mm. no passa. I'm not mm. in it. I Come on it. now. But we, we're, we're grateful for you. We appreciate you coming on board. Um, and yeah, let's get, let's get straight into it. Um, so, so the big question, the big question mm. that we're kind of going to ask everyone, mm-hmm. Martin, is have you been vaccinated? No. 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 Um, and the reason for, for myself... And again, let me just emphasize the word mm. myself. Um, I just wasn't comfortable. Mm. I just wasn't comfortable with it. Um, 
I was I was in a position where I didn't feel like I needed it. Obviously, we didn't know what the outcomes were going to be. But with regards to even as a DJ, people were saying to me, so what about traveling? And, you know, for me, uh, you know, I've been blessed uh, in the last few years to be able to travel right. and to DJ internationally, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be for weddings or events, etc. Um, but I felt like that was something I was willing to potentially sacrifice, mm. you know, if, you know, by not taking the vaccine. Um, so, sorry to cut into the reality for you, the vaccine, you were willing to give up something in order not to take it. Mm. You didn't feel that safe around the vaccine. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was just very, it was questionable. Yeah. And I think everybody, I think we were all quite questionable. Like, we, I was thinking, well, how this thing just mm. comes up? Yeah? yeah, and then you know, we've got to take it, and I feel like you know, especially within our community, mm. we feel, and I can, I can speak maybe on behalf of not everybody, but I feel like our community feel like when it comes to things like medicine, etc., we're primarily, if you look at history, mm. a lot of these things, you know, we're, we're kind of like the guinea pigs for mm. it. Yeah. So, again, that just didn't, it didn't sit right with me. Yeah. So I was quite comfortable in the fact of not taking it. I mean, I've got family members, you know, that have, et cetera, um, you know, and my parents, like, I get it, you know, for them, yeah. for that generation and all of that, I, I kind of get it. But I was just not really going to put myself in that position until yeah. I had more information. Yeah. And I'm, I'm kind of a, a, a factual kind of person. I'm very, um, I'm open about my religion as well and, and, you know, being Christian and all of that kind of stuff. But I feel at the same time, I, I needed more information. Yeah. That, that, that was it for me. If I had more information, then maybe my outlook would have been uh, a bit different. But under the circumstances, I was kind of happy to just take a step back analyze and then kind of see what it was yeah, I, I think that's that's a massive thing mm. that a lot well the government local authorities got wrong was you've asked us to do something without giving us the appropriate information for me to do it mm. so i know people that got covid never died i know more people that got covid that didn't die yeah. than did mm. die so why do i need to take this? Yeah. i don't take the flu vaccine so why do i need to take this mysterious thing that doesn't seem to kill anybody so and the misinformation they put out there again and again and again and now all of a sudden you're going to inject me. That doesn't make no sense to me. Well, saying that about misinformation, how long did it take for that misinformation to be clarified that it is misinformation at the time? Remember, bro, we weren't... We weren't it's still Well, look, Pfizer just yeah. came out a couple of weeks back saying yeah. that, you know, it wasn't tested. And we've got, what's his name, Hancock on this uh, celebrity, not that I watch it. I saw a little clip where he's actually admitting yeah. about his own human errors yeah. of going out whilst he's stopping people from going to funerals and things like that. Look at Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan come out and said that he took a <laughs> medicine that no one agreed with at the time. That mm. medicine has now been declared as an official mm. medicine to treat COVID-19. Mm. It's like... Yeah. So when I'm looking as an ordinary human being and someone's telling me to do something but they don't want to clarify anything, it's like mystery, isn't it? Yeah. Like, let mm. me look through the cloud... I want you to take this. Smoke screen. Yeah, smoke screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoke and mirrors. You're trying yeah. to, to play me off here, but it ain't going to be me you're playing off mm. like today. Okay. So, um, how, did, how do you feel it affected your industry as a whole? What, COVID itself? COVID, um, the vaccination coming out. Like um, I mean, the, the, the COVID shut down, I mean, everything. Um, 
and I don't know if you've had anybody on here who's kind of been in the music industry, but I feel like it was one of the industries or entertainment was hit really, really hard. Mm. Um, I went from having that year, I had like 27, I had 27 weddings. So the majority of my work is, is now kind of moved from clubs um, to, you know, private functions, weddings, yeah. etc., mm. corporate events. Um, I had 27 functions and probably, I think genuinely that year was about 20 plus of those were weddings. So they all went, wow. everything disappeared. Mm. Um, you know, you're at home, you're, you're a DJ. I, and at that time, Furl- I furloughed. Yeah, <clears throat> I, was, I wasn't even furloughed because at the time I was still working part-time at Carphone Warehouse. Oh, serious. So I had been at Carphone uh, since the year 1999. Whoa. I'd spent 20, just shy of 21 years at Carphone. Whoa. Got made redundant the March, so literally like a week before we went into lockdown. Um, and the, the, the whole, my whole thing in life was to get my DJ career to a point where it outweighed mm. my income from Carphone. Mm. So I'd actually got to that point now where DJing was bringing in way more money mm. than I would have been earning at Carphone. Mm. Shut down. That's and sure. then that's when that's everything sure. shut down. Um, but, you know, in, it, I think for me, it was, it was just God preparing me for that's the, sure. next, the exactly. next stage. Exactly. Um, so I was able to build a home studio, mm-hmm. um, which has been a, amazing. Um, I started doing what I called um, Milk Tray Sunday service, uh, which was like an online service that I started right at the beginning of the lockdown, um, doing it every Sunday. Mm. We was pulling in four or 500 people each, each week. That's beautiful. Is that on your uh, own platform? Yeah, yeah so I, was, I started it out on Instagram yeah. as an as a Instagram live and then started to reinvest in it, started to learn about OBS and streaming mm. and putting in graphics and all of that and then putting in videos so it became like a full production um and and that was really like the blessing so for me a lot of things came out of that the hope program came out of that mm. um our own radio station we have our own station now called reach LDM radio uh we just celebrated a year of broadcasting Congratulations. um yeah so for me covid was a really trying time but it was probably the most blessed season mm-hmm. I've encountered thus far. Yeah. I was that mainly because you were ready to evolve and adapt and change? Like you said, you was already on the path of, I need to change. Yeah. And now another obstacle was put there and you was still willing to adapt. You know, if you're caught in a hard place and you're not willing to adapt, it's going to break you. The thing is, what, what I found, <clears throat> what I found in, in, in the lockdown and COVID was, it was either sink or swim. Yeah. Like for a DJ... Yeah. It was, all right, everybody, I remember loads of DJs um, jumping onto IG Live Mm. and, you know, we're all trying to still stay relevant. Clubhouse. Yeah, doing Clubhouse and things like that. So what could um, keep us relevant, keep us engaged with our audience Mm -hmm. and also still allow us to, you know, grow and stretch our brands? Mm. Um, And I was able to do that in that time. And for me, it's now just, it, it was kind of like, getting me ready for the things that are happening now. Yeah. So again, for me, I'm, I'm very much, let's go and get it. Mm. Um, 
if if there's a challenge, then I'm I'm gonna go for it. And the thing is, I've I've got some amazing people around me mm. to kind of help me execute yes, sure. the visions and and the, sure. and the goals that God's given me. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm in a good space. How did you find it? Because you mentioned about how that impacted you and obviously your industry and yeah. DJs, the audience that you would have seen. Because there was a massive shift in even mental energy yeah emotional spiritual energy how did you see it with, the, with your target audience for the what, what i found is that there was a newfound appreciation for djs mm. because up until that point we were just the guys that you saw in clubs yeah. and etc etc but i know single-handedly that people still come up to me and many other djs and say do you know what like you got me through mm. lockdown like i get stopped probably two three times in a week by different people who say your Sunday service single-handedly got me through Save lockdown. Like yeah. there were times when I thought I was going to go mad or mm. this, that, and the other, or like the money wasn't there or whatever. And I'd come to your Sunday service mm. and see it, watch it and hear the word and be like, you know what? I can get through. I can do it's this. Beautiful. So yeah, for me, that, that, that was the win. You know what? It's crazy. I've never thought of a DJ like what you've said until you've just said it and how mm. important they are. Said so they go to a nightclub, they play a song, they say a couple of things, yeah. I keep it moving. But now you're changing my mood in my house because depending on how I want to feel is how you control mm. me. That's right. And now I'm putting a face to the individual rather than the man in behind the cloud. That's right, yeah. The, um, D- DJ booth. Yeah. And they put the mask on. No yeah. one don't care about that identity. Now it's like, oh my mm. God, DJ Milkshake can change my mood if I'm mm. not feeling good. Yeah. I know that I can go to him. He's like my counselor for the day. Well, yeah, and and that's that. I, I learned that from doing radio. So mm. I remember one morning years ago on um, my breakfast show on On Top, I had a listener say she messaged me and said, "Today I almost lost my job, but I didn't. And the reason why I didn't lose my job is because I was listening to your breakfast show mm. in the morning. It got me into the right frame of mind. Now she said the day before she had a massive fallout with her manager." Mm. She then that next so, so the next morning now she's going to work. There's a massive traffic jam. She's she could have been in a funk. Mm. She could have been in a bad mood or whatever. But the vibes were so good on the radio. When she came into the office, her energy was so different. Mm. And instead of coming in with the attitude and the you know what, cha whatever whatever, she came in and she was on a bit of a vibe. The manager then came up to her. She thought the manager was gonna come and say, all right, you know what, boom, you're out. Yeah. But she said because of the vibe she came the in energy. on, the energy was mm. good. When the manager came up to her, she was like, blah, blah, blah. Do you know what? Don't worry about today because I was stuck in the that's same beautiful. traffic. Yeah, that's beautiful. And then that's when I realized like the, the, the power and the influence yeah. that we have. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's sound, important. Sound, it's sound vibrations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's on frequency. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we operate on that kind of 110%. People, we read energy more than we read any form of blue tick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, Accreditation man. or, yeah. you know, external. So, so talking about how mm. we control the information that we send out by our tone of voice, the music we, we play in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you was in charge of running the COVID scheme or the, the vaccination, mm. what would you have done differently than what was done in the first place? If you, if we believe that it's an honest thing that they're putting out there. Yeah. So if you don't believe it's honest, then we don't want it. But mm. if you believe there was an honest attempt to help the human race, how could we be managed it better? I'm going to say one thing and it's going to be quite short. Mm. I would have... I would have wanted the truth. Mm. So that's what I would have done. Mm. So the truth I think the was a problem. I think, yeah, the truth from the get-go, because it wasn't really put out there, mm. p- 
people didn't really know where they stood. Yeah. Um, when, when you give people that kind of mindset, that kind of energy, it causes confusion, panic, it causes distress. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It, and it doesn't leave people in a position where they can make, yeah. you know, sensible, calculated yeah. decisions. Conscious decisions. Yeah. yeah. So, you, you, you know what I mean? I think if you, if you give people the honest truth, then... And remember, everybody... The thing is, what we do in the day and age that we live in, everybody has an opinion. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That's why social media is thriving, because everybody has an opinion, whether it's right or wrong. Everybody now has a platform mm. to have their own opinion. Yeah. And I think that's where we're at right now. I think people are sometimes giving their opinion, and it's, and it's just their opinion, but it's not based on information yeah. or whatever. A lot of it is based on how they're feeling. Mm. And I think the the powers that be kind of did play into that, yeah. and know that we were gonna we, we were gonna panic and we were gonna it's, you it's know fear. yeah what false evidence appearing yeah, real that's what it is. So and unfortunately, <clears throat> a lot of those sort of governing decisions are made or when we the choices we're given yeah are given out of fear because if you remember just before the start of the lockdown, it was a massive scare from Wuhan. All you can hear was see on news and. Um, yeah, the news and TV and YouTube was people dropping. It's like a zombie attack, like Walking Dead. Tom and I were even making yeah. jokes, jokes about getting our crossbows ready. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they went, the price went up on Amazon as well, you yeah. know. I wasn't really joking. What, for crossbows? Yeah, we were no, about to take over Tesco's. Tesco's was going to be ours. <laughs> it was going to camp out there. moving mad. <laughs> protecting, bro. brother. We had to protect. It's See all about protecting. See, man, running around Fort Anivia crossbows and bro. that. Outside Tesco. <laughs> Matty. I'm not going in Fort Anivia. It's too yeah. dangerous over there. Elmer's end. What, what, what? what? <laughs> See, man, outside. See, man, outside. Mixed blessings. Trying yeah. to get out like a whole. <laughs> a two piece of bun with crossbows. Shari would have been there as well, you know, she's part yeah. of the pack. <laughs> she was a leader, warrior queen right there. But, but that, that is the problem then with um, our leadership in that time of need and that mm. time of crisis was terrible. And when we were looking for, because like I said social media is key, but I think leadership always sides through. Mm. Good, good leadership, mm-hmm. no matter what happens on social media, somebody will always look and say, that's good leadership. But when yeah. you're a leader, is raving when your leaders are sleeping yeah. with cheating on their missus inside mm. the parliament our leaders that we looked up to were failing us everywhere so any information they give us was falling short of yeah. anything mm. factual because i don't care what comes out of your mouth you cheated on your missus yesterday mm. and we have video evidence of you yeah. you know you're gonna tell me to get back to nation it's more it's morals morals yeah. values yeah. principles um but brother which government has a leadership which is trustworthy I think that's why leadership starts at home and leadership starts yeah, in our community circles. Agreed. And I don't look for government for leadership. I look for my community Absolutely. and then slowly it builds up to government because exactly. they take my money at the end of the day. So and, what, <laughs> and what is a community? You're saying you're from your, um, you, you have a church community. Yeah. Yeah. What is, what is a community? Is it not a case of each one of you having your, in, at home where you're teaching your children? Yeah. Yeah. Where you're teaching your, not only just teaching and showing your children what you're doing yourself. Yeah. I think like I come from um, and I think before community, um, it's family. Mm, so yeah, for, sure. for me, um, I come from a, a really uh, traditional, what I know mm-hmm. as a traditional Caribbean family. Um, both my parents are from Jamaica. Mm. Um, my, my, my two separate families, so my mum's family and my dad's family lived one road apart from each other so when I when I grew up when I was growing up 
I was raised by my mom's family and my dad's family at exactly the same sure, time. So I'm, I'm, I'm the definition of that whole kind of it takes a village. Mm. Um, so for me, family is important. Um, I got, I got twin boys. They're twelve. Um, they're, they're, they're my, like my entire universe. Blessings, blessings. Um, yeah. But at the same time, what I realize now is that, you know, family can be extended. And, you know, for me, it's not just the the people that are blood family, um, you know, in the position that I am in now, like with regards to the Hope Program, mm. I've got some kids that are, you know, I've got some young people that come from broken homes, etc. Yeah. Um, they haven't got a father figure, yeah, etc. Exactly. Yeah. So I understand now that in quote unquote the community the position that I play in and, and the role that I play in it mm. um and I'm fully here for it. Oh, sure. um, purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to me, like now, I mean I've DJed all over the place. Mm. Like even the other day I was blessed enough to uh be uh, Axel Blake's DJ. So Axel mm. is a comedian who won um Britain's yeah. Got Talent. Um he had a sold out show at the um Hammersmith Apollo mm. on Thursday. And I was the DJ for that. And it was an amazing feeling. It was something that I've always wanted to do. I've gone, to, you know, like you've gone to concerts there, etc. And I love that. But when I see one of my young people doing exactly. a mix exactly. or I see them out doing some work, like for me, there's nothing like yeah. that. And you're coaching, I see you coaching the youth as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. got, yeah, we do a free workshop. Uh, in Croydon every Tuesday evening. Uh, we grew from like one session to three. Um, some of our young people have uh, DJed at Crystal Palace Football Ground. Nice. We've taken them to Ministry of Sound. Nice. They spent the whole day there. Yeah. That's, a um, dream. That's a dream. Two of our girls actually DJed last weekend uh, for WizKids' son's birthday. Oh, real wow. Yeah. That's like, big, you know. <laughs> shout out WizKids, shout yeah, out to me. Yeah, man. So <laughs> big up to the girls. Um, uh, so for me, it's, I understand community and, mm. and all of that. And it's very, very important. So like, even what we're doing here, mm. it's important. And mm. like, we have to understand as men, the position that we play. Um, and I feel like the, the role of a man has changed. Like in my household, I'm the one that's at home a bit more now because I'm in that position where I've got that that flexibility mm. where, you know what I mean, uh, Mrs. Milk, she works, you know, nine to five kind mm. of thing. So I do the school run and... Mrs. Milk, I like that, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You I dropped, you dropped that, that in, well. in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That team, no, 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 it's all, it's all branding. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the twins are the mini milks. Like, is it almond or...? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. We only do with almond. I'm just saying, all right. Yeah, so just... yeah, we do with almond in my house. Um, and then you got mummy and daddy milk tray, like it's all branded. Yeah, like, I love it. So when my mum and dad go shopping in two, in, mm. like on a Friday, mm. they get stopped on the road. It's oh, mummy and daddy milk tray, like yeah, it's proper branded. I love it's it. All, it's all it's all family, but yeah, man. But you're, what you're saying is right. It's paramount and setting up what we're doing, like you say right now, is giving a framework, yeah. a framework and a um, uh, infrastructure for the youth now. Yeah, a lot of the blessings that you've had because I relate, I resonate with that. And, a lot of our experiences with our parents are different. Yeah. I grew up in a two Nigerian parents' household and um, it's a blessing that we've been able to have that family, mm -hmm. family orientated experience. Yeah. And I think the reason why we've had that is to allow us to show these children and take these children who don't have that upbringing, who don't have that family orientated yeah, yeah, environment, yeah. who don't have that mum and dad to sort of go to and hear the balance of masculine and feminine energy and the balance of love and logic and the balance, yeah. you know? 
I think what you both said there is very um, touching, especially because I do think, like Milche said, the, what a male is is changing over the time. Yeah, bro. Mm. And we need to understand that what my man is isn't your man. Mm. Yeah, your yeah, man. yeah, 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 yeah. Your man. And you're allowed to make that definition yourself. So in my coaching, when I'm coaching guys, it's not about you being mean or reflection mm, on me. It's you about sure. finding yourself sure. and sure. understanding what your household needs. Mm. And as well as that, understanding that what you've been through in life, like you said about the children and us offering them options, we all have to go through it. Sure. To find ourselves, yeah. you have to go through the hardship. And without sure. that hardship, you'll, we'll all be the same. And luckily enough, we're all different. We're, Come on now. We're in a culture now, I do feel, and the last thing I'll say to wrap yeah. up is, we're in a culture of, with an illusion of comfort. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants the re- quick, the remote control, the that ease, that element of, you know, that, that safe, that safety net. Yeah. And it's all it, it doesn't exist. And a lot of people find themselves doing jobs that they don't want to do, being in relationships they don't want to be, in, being unhappy with their current circumstances, and un, un, and unable to evolve because of that thing of, do you know what? This is what I know. Yeah. yeah. This is what my parents have shown me, and you can only teach what you know, not yeah. in a judgmental way. But this is what I've seen. This is mm-hmm. what I'm familiar with. And I see the other stuff. I see other people doing it, but let me do it, play it safe. And I think that's also what tied into what happened to a lot of people over lockdown and with the vaccine and with when people are quite submissive yeah. or people are quite obedient um, and not actually willing to take the risk to actually say, do you know what? My gut instinct, my core, my center, my light tells me that this, something doesn't feel right. Yeah, that, that's what I felt. You that's know? exactly what I felt. I feel like this doesn't, it just does. It just doesn't feel right, mm. and you know what I mean. Like my, my grandma, you know, they, you know them old school grandma. They, 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 they don't yeah. give you the good words of wisdom or whatever. Mm. And I feel like she would just always say, like, yeah, just trust your gut. Exactly. She'd always say that to me, like, just trust your gut. So I think in that time, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go with how I feel. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm still here, so it's beautiful. So, you've done the right decision, <laughs> so yeah. Until I know what happens, and I'm not, you know, um, knocking anybody because, like I said before, I've got family members, do you know, what I mean, who've mm-hmm. taken the vaccine yeah. and whatever. Um, you know, it is what it is, but you know, we just, I mean, now we're in a, a place where let's, you know, move forward, let's, let's. You know, let's do better. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep winning, man. Yeah. Just keep it transparent. Yeah. But, and the family members bit and everyone else, it's not a judgmental thing because no. one thing we see with our government, there was a lot of pressure put on people even to keep their jobs, to travel, to see their family. Yeah. That's what the challenge is and that's what this conversation is about. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people, even myself, I had family, family members, a lot of very close blood-related family members were openly saying to me, Chris, I don't feel comfortable doing this, but I'm doing it because I want to be able to see ex, ex- yeah, family. Yeah, I want to be able to travel. I want to protect. To yeah. protect. So. And I, I mean, maybe, maybe if I was in a different circumstance, maybe I'd, I'd just say something different. But ultimately, I, I'm not, so I'm good. Is it your? No, oh, that's the thing. That's good. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of it, I do think no egos, no judgment. Break bread and prosper. prosper. That's the oh, motto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the <laughs> motto, bro. Thank you, Montre, man. Thank Bravo. you very much. Man. Man. Enjoyed the conversation. It's Thank a blessing. Man. It's a blessing. Love look, man. we're going to have another one. Whoa, look, we're going to have to invite you onto another one. Yeah, man, definitely. Because yeah, there's so much we didn't even touch on. Yeah, that was man, beautiful. We appreciate you. Appreciate you. Bless, man. Yeah, blessings, guys. I'm going to say, sending you guys an abundance of love. 
light, peace, joy, and blessings. Peace.